Welcome to talking about movies and stuff. Uh, this is episode three. I'm Alex Light with Sparky Three. Hopefully, you're having an incredible day, whatever day you are listening or perhaps watching this podcast over YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Sparky Three. Uh, back once again with another episode. We did not get one out in November. Uh, my goal was usually once a month, but failed at that. Just got busy, had shit going on. But we got actually multiple episodes coming out here uh, soon. John and I here are about to record a couple back to back. I'm going to record one sometime soon about Tick Tick Boom. And then uh, we've got Spider Man coming out here in the near future. Um, if you could like the video, subscribe to the channel, be a friend, tell a friend that you're watching or listening. We definitely appreciate that. And like I said, I do have John here over at discord. John, how are you doing today? My friend, uh, doing pretty good today. Yeah. We didn't, like you said, we didn't manage to get anything out for November, but I don't know if we were really watching much in November. Not really. Well, see, the funny thing is me and you had plans to go see that Rocky director's cut. I totally forgot about it until the day of. Uh, which made me so mad because it was that one day only. And like, I completely forgot about it until that day. And I saw someone post about it where it's just like, oh yeah, like normally a director's cut only changes a few things, whatever. And it, you know, whatever. No, like, no, apparently this director's cut literally made it feel almost like a different movie and it's still fantastic. And I'm like, God damn it. That makes me mad that I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. Cause you had mentioned it to me and then it was completely out of my memory until after it happened yeah exactly and we didn't end up going to see eternals we'll see i'll, I'll see that eventually i don't know when uh i i want to see it i just haven't got around to going and seeing it it'll come out on disney plus eventually yeah I'll, I'll probably just watch it there honestly but like i said i did watch tick tick boom though on netflix really enjoyed that film I highly recommend it i'm looking forward to talking about it and i may also do a episode on i think it's called the devil inside all of us or whatever another netflix movie starring tom holland it's got like Sebastian Stan, Robert Pattinson in it as well. Uh, I did not like that movie, so I may make an episode and kind of dog it a little bit. But I don't. At the same time, I don't know if I'm the right person to critique that movie. I may be too small brained for that movie. I don't know. I just felt like the movie it didn't really have a purpose in the plot. But uh, anyway, that is not the purpose for today's episode. Uh, episode three, we're going to be talking about the first three episodes of Hawkeye on Disney+. Plus. I've watched all three, John's watched two, and we're also going to start off by talking about the news recently. Honestly, pretty big news, because this was... It's one of those things where it's like you would naturally assume this is what's going to happen, but at the same time, with all of the... You know, you know all of the issues, the conversations that this topic has had for years. It's just thought like you would assume it's going to happen, but at the same time, is it though? We don't know. Uh, but the news, of course, was Amy Pascal of Sony coming out and confirming that there is another trilogy of Spider-Man in the works with Tom Holland, and it will still be part of the MCU. Uh, that's massive. That is massive news. Um, you know, again, like I said. You know, I mean, we saw what happened. Uh, I think it was, was it before Far From Home came out where it like kind of confirmed that Far From Home was going to be the last one and they split, they split ways with, and then was, was that before Far From Home? Yes. Okay. Because it was only like probably like three or four months that they split off, I think. Yeah. Well, it was very much the, the news broke and then it, it kind of felt like the next day everything was fixed. But 
realistically, it took a little bit of time. Yeah, it took like, I think, it only took like about three to four months, I think. Because I remember when it happened was around D23, and the news started breaking, and Tom was there for D23, and he, he like came out later and said, he's just like, yeah, I was there because, you know, we were still kind of on good terms, and then it happened while I was there, so it's just like everyone's off doing their thing, taking photos, and I can't join. So it's like, that kind of sucks. Uh, so, you know, because of those um, th- those fallout that did get resolved pretty quickly, and whenever that uh, got resolved, originally it was like, okay, we got far from home, and we're doing one more Spider-Man movie, the third one, No Way Home, that we have now, and we're doing one more crossover movie was the original deal once they got things kind of fixed. But now we've got the new news of a Spider-Man trilogy, a second one, still being in the MCU with Tom Holland. I mean, this is big. This is big. You know, because this isn't, you know, it's really cool that they managed to work this out because they also have that animated Disney Plus series coming soon called uh, Spider-Man Freshman Year. So essentially between these three movies and that series, we have seen the complete version of High School Peter Parker in the MCU, which is really cool to me. Um, So now going into this new trilogy, I would naturally assume we are going to a college Peter Parker, kind of what we've already seen a little bit with like the original series and the uh, Andrew Garfield series. But, uh, you know, with, with this news, like, John, what are, what are some of your immediate thoughts on what could potentially come out of this trilogy? Because, like, a couple things that I was thinking about, are we still going to have the Sinister Six, or is this going to be a one-off movie for the Sinister Six? You know, they, they, they tried hard to build up the Sinister Six with Amazing Spider-Man 2. They, they were going to have a Sinister Six spinoff movie. Like, they, they were really wanting this. So, like, do you think the Sinister Six in this case is a one-off? Do you think they're going to potentially have a new Sinister Six in this trilogy? Like, what are some other villains you think could happen? You know, what do you think are some possibilities for this new trilogy? I got lots of thoughts on it. I think that... the most every villain that's going to show up in this new movie or like in this third movie is going to be here purely for the third movie. Now that I agree with. It's like, I think this was, it's like they were kind of saying, well, we hope there's going to be more, but for this to be the end of the trilogy, we're going to go big with it. We're going to bring, it's like, we're going to try to do uh, as many characters as we can for right now. And for anything future, we'll just kind of, we'll come up with something else. We'll find some new villains and go from there. Right. But yeah, it's, as far as this one goes, I think, I think they were hopeful of a new trilogy to, to come afterwards, or at least one or two more movies. And kind of threw everything they had at this one in case it was the end. Mm-hmm. So it'll it'll be interesting to see where they kind of go with it because at least in the two movies we've had so far, it hasn't been too crazy. I mean, they've been good movies, but it wasn't anything like wasn't anything extraordinary villain wise. Well, Vulture so, was super cool. Michael Keaton did a great well, job there, but I see what you, I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean the. The, the villains were cool. They were very well played, but they weren't anything crazy. At the end of the day, it was it, Vulture's... A, a normal guy. Mechanical wings. And, Mysterio's a normal guy, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mysterio's a normal guy who had some holograms and that. So, yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting to see this movie with all of the crazy shit going on. And then maybe we'll get something a little, a little more extraordinary with the next trilogy. Right. 
Um, so l- let me throw some thoughts out here for you, and let me just get uh, your take. You know, you shoot them down or you kind of agree with me. So here are some possibilities that I think for the new trilogy. Um, so first and foremost, I'm going to go ahead and state the what's probably going to be the most obvious one. Uh, definitely, I think Miles Morales is going to be involved in some capacity. That's my first thought. Uh, I think uh, with Miles Morales getting involved in some capacity, we will see uh, Prowler. We, I mean, we've already seen uh, Childish Gambimo. Gambimo, that's his rapper name, I think. You know, he played uh, Aaron Davis, who is the Prowler in Homecoming. So I, I, at the very least, Miles Morales is going to be a thing. And I think uh, the Prowler is going to be, you know, follow right alongside of it. Other possibilities is the return of Vulture and Mysterio. You know, with how far uh, far from home ended, it kind of left it open where he's still alive. And with the vulture, we already know. And I, the only reason I'm pitching the vulture is because we already know Michael Keaton is coming back for the vulture, at least for the Morbius movie. Now, where the Morbius movie takes place at, we don't know. We don't know if it's in, you know, before he was arrested. You know, you know, basically pre homecoming or not. We have no idea. But he is in Morbius as the vulture. We've already, that's in the trailer. So I think that's a possibility. Uh, I think Ned becoming hobgoblin is a possibility because ned you know that is that is a comic accurate representation and uh jacob uh Badalon, i believe is his last name i probably butchered that uh he has gotten he's lost a lot of weight like dude has lost a lot of weight coming into this film uh dude's getting in shape it seems like so i'm kind of getting a, l- a little bit of like you know like a little bit sus flags that maybe he's preparing for that role to be you know the hobgoblin um and I also think uh, another obvious one I'm going to throw out there is I think we're going to somehow get uh, Black Suit Spidey. Um, so those those are my immediate thoughts of things that we could potentially see in this new trilogy. I could continue on and throw out more random thoughts like, oh, we'll see Craven the Hunter because he's a really popular one that hasn't been in a movie yet. You know, just bullshit like that. But those are my key things of like, this is thing. These are things that I for sure think are going to happen. Uh, what are your thoughts on those? Well, the, the thing you got to kind of keep in mind with that is typically with a lot of these uh, MCU movies, whether it's uh, whether it's just a Spider-Man movie or anything else, they the, like Spider-Man's not typically on the scale of, of like say a Captain America or an Iron Man. It's more, it's more in, or at least aside from uh, far from home, they're typically more grounded in the New York area, kind of smaller, smaller scale in a sense mm-hmm. to keep with the whole neighborhood Spider-Man thing. So you listed off a bunch of potential like villains, a bunch of potential people to show up in it. But with these shorter or smaller scale stories, a lot of times you got to keep in mind with say, let's just keep it at a trilogy, three movies there's typically one villain or one additional main antagonist that's brought in. So while there's a, it's like, while there's a, could be a bunch of possibilities, we got to kind of keep in mind, we're probably going to get one of each unless they do what they did here and scale it up over the trilogy. And the third movie just kind of go all in with say another two, three, or four villains. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm kind of keeping my expectations a bit muted on that, expecting them not to go too crazy with the character. Because we already know, like you said, we already know Michael Keaton's going to be in Morbius. What's going to happen with Morbius after 
in that movie? I have no idea. That's true, especially with how many times it's been delayed. Yeah, I keep forgetting that movie's coming out. I do too. (laughs) But with with all of these kind of characters that cross over between the different kind of uh, different characters from different storylines, it'll be interesting to see which ones they actually decide to bring in for this. But like I said, I'm kind of keeping it muted, expecting uh, the this what'll be the fourth movie to be a mu- back, kind of back to the smaller scale after this Sinister Six like spectacle that it looks like we're getting because from what's what's been going on in the trailer for uh, for this movie, it looks it looks a lot bigger scale than what we're used to seeing with Spider Man. That is that is so that is I, very true. I, I'm fully expecting the fourth movie to kind of scale it back and be like, okay, remember this is this is a Spider-Man story, and Spider-Man is kind of known for for his kind of protecting the neighborhood in a sense, mm-hmm. as far as that goes. So I would expect it to go back down in scale rather than keep climbing higher and higher. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know, I could see that. Yeah, especially since, you know, it, uh, if our assumption, if the assumption is kind of true, where we're going to kind of focus on like the college life of Peter Parker, you know, I could see, yeah, I, I agree with you. I could see it coming back down to scale. Um, the only, Out of all the things that I kind of threw out there, the only one that I'm hammering is Miles. Like, I mean, I, I 100% believe Miles is going to be in the um, in the next trilogy, especially since he's already been referenced in Homecoming. I mean, he's, he's in the universe of, of the MCU. You know, so I fully believe Miles will be in it. Everything else is just me kind of spitballing ideas based on just process elimination sort of thing. But Miles, for sure, I think will be in the films in some capacity. Yeah, if it, if anything, I would say, or if he shows up, I would say it's probably kind of like what they did with MJ and end of end of the first movie in the new trilogy, kind of have him show up and then the second, the, 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 the book, next movie over the time become more and more of a character. You know, I agree with that. By the, by the end of the second movie, there he is. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That's probably, I would say the fourth movie, yeah, kind of maybe introduce him, you know, plug him a little bit at the end, whatever, and then the fifth movie, a little bit more of a prominent role, and then going into the sixth movie, have a, a very prominent role alongside Peter. I, I, I agree with you. I think that's probably yeah. what they're going to do. I would say if, the, if they bring him in, that's probably the fashion they're going to do it, because otherwise, otherwise you're just kind of sandwiching him in there with, no build up to it right okay uh, yeah i agree to that and without they they love their build up to stuff like that so that's probably the route they'll take which is exciting i mean no matter what whatever they do i'm, I'm pretty excited for it. i'm glad that it's still part of the mcu because that does open up more possibilities for this spider-man to just continue to be in these crossover films that are set to come out at some point whatever the next crossover film is the new avengers the young avengers whatever they're going to do i don't know um, so, I mean, it, it, that it's at least cool to still see him involved in, at least in that capacity. Um, do you want to hop over and talk about Hawkeye now? Yeah, we can jump into Hawkeye. Uh, what have you been thought so far? You've watched the first two episodes. Um, how, how have you been enjoying it? Yeah, I, I'm not caught up on the third episode yet. Uh, cause I honestly didn't know when it was airing. I figured I'd just check in on it on the weekend. Wednesday. Uh, okay. It's Wednesday. So yeah, yep. I'll, I'll, try to keep on top of it from here out. But so far, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the show. I mean, it's, it's, it's entertaining so far, but I'm not necessarily hooked on it. It's not something I'm, I'm like 
chomping at the bits to see more of mm-hmm. necessarily, but so far it's been it's been fun for the two episodes I've seen. It is nice to see some of these smaller, like like I referenced before, smaller scale uh, stories happening. That I know this is going to ramp up over the next few episodes, right? Uh, but it's it's nice to see some of these like these people that have been in these big battles, like help save the world and that be brought down to kind of the human level. That aspect of it I like, but so far I'm, like I said, I'm not hundred percent sold on it. What did you think about Hawkeye being in a LARP? Because that's something I didn't know that I needed in 2021. Uh, the the <laughs> best, honestly, the best part of that was, the guy, the guy asked could be like, dude, just let me kill you. I'll give you what you want. Just let me kill you. And he, he just takes him over. He goes, right, I mean, I fought Thanos, but okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then as they were doing like the fight to make it look legit, Hawkeye's just like, please just kill me. <laughs> Seriously, like, I, I didn't know I needed that. Yeah, that's that's been one of the better moments of the show for me. But yeah, like I said, it's it's not necessarily my cup of tea, but... I'm gonna keep watching it. Maybe maybe it'll latch on to me in the next next episode or two. One thing I really appreciate about this episode is not only you know bringing bringing down like what you said this hero that helped save that helped save Earth that helped save the universe essentially bringing him down to like these smaller story levels that are more confined. Uh, I love that aspect about it because I mean you know Hawkeye is one of the OGs. You know like it's not like just it's not like Wanda Wanda and Vision which you know came in later. This is one of the OGs, one of the founding members. He you know this dude has been in the MCU since Thor, so like it's cool to see him kind of take that step back where he's like he really is trying to live his life man and you know he's trying to get out of the game basically uh but another thing that i like about it is i like how because this is some, th- something that everyone's always complained about with when it came to the hawkeye character uh in the mcu is that they're finally now addressing one of hawkeye's most notable traits which is he's deaf uh you know in the comics he's full-blown deaf you know with how it's being portrayed in this series is that he's definitely going deaf and he you know and he makes a little joke that uh, he's just like he doesn't know which 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 time you know potentially yeah, that, made him that's what i was about to bring up as i i had thought about it right before you said it. i was like that's that's one of the other great moments is when he's he's walking side by side with kate and he's like i, I can't hear you she's like what do you mean he's like you gonna you gonna have to move over here. Yep. She's like, oh, what, uh, what caused it? And then it's just the flashback of Multiple bombs things. going off, jumping through buildings <laughs> and shit like that. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's a that's a good moment to to realize. Oh, this does wear on, this does wear on the characters, and they are they are showing it in an interesting way. Right. And I will say episode three, you haven't seen it yet. Episode three was definitely the best episode so far. Uh, not only because of the great action that the episode has, but just the great interactions between Kate and Clint. Um, like, you know, driving, because, you know, in this fight, he uh, he loses hearing aid and he gets crushed. Because our our, our, main, anta- our main antagonist, at least for this episode, not the main antagonist of the whole series, um, she is act- she's deaf. And I also shout to Marvel, you know, they, they, let's be honest, Marvel does a phenomenal job at their castings. They, they always, they're very detailed about it. I did not know this, but the person who plays this, uh, this deaf character is actually deaf. I did not know that. It is a legitimate deaf 
deaf actor. And I found out that uh, Jeremy Renner and uh, Haley Steinfeld actually learned some sign language to help communicate with with their fellow actors. I thought that was super cool. Um, so she is actually deaf, and you know she kind of like basically insults Clint that he's using a hearing aid. He's just like, I'm not actually deaf. I'm just very hard of hearing. And in the process of the fight, he gets his hearing aid crushed. So, you know, and he is, you know, he says he's just hard of hearing, but you, you, you get to hear it from his point of view where it, like the, the audio for everything happening kind of just goes silent with like a little bit of a ringing and just a muffle of what someone's saying where he can barely, barely, barely make it out. So throughout this whole interaction of this entire fight scene, you know, Kate's trying to communicate with him and he can't hear. So, you know, he'll just like kind of, you know, just be yelling at her about one thing or another. And she just kind of yells back and he's just kind of somewhat learning how to communicate with her as they go. And it, it, it creates some pretty funny interactions um, because like once all the fighting is all said and done and they're on a subway, whatever, you know, you know, Kate starting, you know, mentions the dog. She leads off with the dog. It's just like, Oh, you know, I should probably walk the dog. He's been cooked up all day. Oh man, that's, that's not good. And then, you know, Clint, he can't hear her, of course. And he just chimes in where, you know, about her being a great archer, you know, and she, you know, she's just like, oh, yeah, that really means a lot, blah, blah. And he just cuts and then he just starts talking. And he's like, you know, you should probably walk the dog. You know, he's been cooped up all day. So it's probably not good for him. And she's just sitting there. She's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so those little interactions are, are, you know, was, was really cool. You know, her in full blown action in this situation. Cause as they're trying to escape, he's trying to tell her, you know, as they're hot wiring a car, Hey, you drive the car. And she's like, I don't know how to drive, but you know, again, he can't hear her, So he just keeps repeating himself. You drive. So he ends up driving and you get to see a lot of action out of Kate using the different arrows, which is super cool. We saw that in the trailer where, you know, she was just going through multiple. She's like, Oh, what does this one do? It's like, it's like, there are four more, more dangerous than this one. Just bullshit like that is really cool. But there was one, the one, there was this one scene in particular that fucking shattered me when it came to, you know, Clint with how, you know, with how he is being deaf. So they're back at the, the uh, her aunt's apartment. You know, he still doesn't have his hearing aid fixed yet. Uh, he gets a phone call from his wife. So he picks up the call and, you know, not coming straight out with it of what happened. Obviously, he's still he's trying to keep everything. You know, even obviously they know who what he does and shit, but, you know, he doesn't want to worry anyone. So he just immediately starts saying like, you know, hey, can you know. He's like, tough service, you know, can we just text, whatever? And Kate's trying to get his attention, and then she comes over with a notepad and writes down that it's uh, Nathaniel that's that's on the phone, not his wife. You know, and he he can't hear a fucking thing. So, you know, he starts trying to talk to Nathaniel. So, like, oh, hey, buddy, you know, how's it going, whatever? You know, where's mom? You know, and he's looking at Kate like, what is, she, what is he saying? And apparently Nathaniel was just bored, just wanted to call him. So, you know, Hawkeye's just trying to, like, talk to him, whatever. And, uh, you know, she's just relaying everything via notepad and, you know, via notepad, she writes that, you know, you know, are you going to be home for Christmas? And he's just like, uh, you know, for movie night, whatever. She's like, ah, I'm going to try, you know, I'm, I'm doing my best, you know, got a lot of stuff going on and stuff. And, uh, you know, then, you know, he's still just talking. It's just like, you know, I love you, blah, blah. Again, he can't hear Nathaniel and Kate writes down what Nathaniel says that, you know, Nathaniel, you know, says that it's okay if you can't come home. You know, and, uh, you know, Clint just starts telling him that he loves him again. And then, like, the, you know, this whole interaction is heartbreaking. But what further just put the nail in the coffin was, again, he's just putting on this act right now for his son. But, you know, the fact that, you know, part of this act for his son, Clint says, it's great to hear your voice. And I'm just like, bro, this is heartbreaking. This whole interaction is just absolutely just devastating. 
Um, you know, but you know, one thing that I am looking forward to as well with the remaining of this series is that I'm assuming probably in the next episode, you're going to get to see uh, Black Widow's sister as well, based on how the ending of Black Widow went. So that's another thing that I'm looking forward to uh, with how this episode ended. Um, it did end with what's this fuck? Uh, Kate's mom's fiance, you know, they're in, uh, they're in his apartment right now. And he held, he holds uh Ronin's sword to Clint's throat. And that's how the episode ends. Uh, but man, that one scene though, that, fi- that five minute scene fucking destroyed me. <laughs> yeah, it definitely sounds like it definitely sounds like they're going for a, a much more like humanizing series for this time, which I can appreciate. We don't, we haven't really got much of that. True. And definitely sounds like as it as it's going it's definitely ramping it's definitely ramping up while trying to keep us grounded right that's probably the best way to put it honestly but uh, yeah I'll it's like I'll here probably this weekend I'll I'll end up checking out the third episode and then try to try to actually keep up to date with it from here out yeah, here in a here in a couple of weeks. I mean, it's only six episodes, so here in a few weeks, you and I will, may get back together and do an episode talking about episodes four to six. We'll just do it in one episode. I don't I don't see a point of us doing it every week, obviously. Yeah, especially since we have a lot of other things on our slate, like the Lighthearted Game Awards that we are live streaming at youtube.com forward slash Sparky three on December 9th. So make sure to tune in. We'll probably go live at about six thirty Central Standard uh, Central Standard Time. So get excited for that. Um, but uh, overall, what you know? How are you feeling towards you know, Hawkeye through two episodes as like a rating. Like, what would you rate it through two episodes in? How would you compare it to the other four? I say four, I'm leaving off what if. I personally have not checked out what if. I know what if is technically canon. Uh, but let's just take that one out of the equation. Let's just focus on the main, I guess, the main other ones that's come out. How would you compare this one to the others so far? Probably so far, at least first two episodes... I liked better than the first couple episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm. Uh, the the best best show they've put out by far is Loki still, in my opinion. Uh, and then I have not watched WandaVision. Really? I didn't know that. I thought you watched it. No, I, I have not watched it yet. Oh, it's so, so good. De- depending on how the rest of Hawkeye turns out, it might end up becoming... The second, like for me personally, I might put it underneath Loki right now. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Well, overall, it was pretty good. It, I don't know. It just it didn't really grab me. It, it grabbed it me a lot. To, it's like part of it did. It's like there were there was like two episodes in the middle that I enjoyed, but the beginning and end of it, I was not that big of a fan of. I loved it. Like, for me personally, Falcon and Winter Soldier was my favorite series so far, with Loki being a very, 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 very close second. Uh, After that, uh, I mean, it's tough to say where I would put WandaVision and Hawkeye. Uh, Right now, since it's done, probably WandaVision at three because of just how how hooked I was episode after episode Um, and Hawkeye being last. But me putting Hawkeye last is no insult to the series so far. I think it's a very good series. I mean, three episodes in for me, I mean, I'd probably give it an 8 out of 10, you know, 7 out of 10. You know, 8 is probably being a little generous right now. But, 
you know, just because of a couple of bits that I thought was done really well with the LARPing and that phone call scene and stuff like that. And the action I thought was done well, but I mean, I mean the bottom line, even if it would be the worst one they've done so far, it's not a bad show. Yeah. So it's like, so far I'm two episodes in. While not the greatest two episodes in the world, in my opinion, it's, I mean, I'm still enjoying it for the most part, a little slow <laughs> in sections, but, uh, yeah, for me right now, compare at least comparing it to the first couple episodes of the previous shows, it's definitely higher up on the list for me. Okay, okay. Well, like I said, here in a couple of weeks or so, uh, once the series comes to a close, we'll do another episode and we'll talk about uh, Hawkeye 4 through 6 and, and maybe whatever else we want to talk about. I don't know. We'll see. Um but uh, I don't have any other thoughts on the episode so far. Um, what about you? Do you got any other thoughts? You want to go ahead and wrap this one up? Yeah, I don't. I don't really have much else on this. Okay. Well, we'll wrap up this episode. Uh, if you listen to the whole thing, we appreciate the hell of you for that. Uh, once again, have no expectations for this show. We'll post when we post. Uh, on the plus side, you know, these episodes will come out. Episodes three and four will come out probably back-to-back and back-to-back weeks just because we're recording them back-to-back. But don't have any expectations for this show. We'll record it when we record it. This is definitely our free time project. <laughs> Lighthearted Gamers, Terrible Football Show, and Animan Plus is all of our top priorities. So, I mean, this one's just for fun, just whenever we want to and stuff. But, uh Anyway, hopefully you enjoyed. Uh, Until next time, guys, this was talking about movies and stuff. So, yep.